If I were to say the word colloquium to you, would, would that ring any bells? Is that a word you've used today? <laughs> not, not uh, that's not in my wheelhouse of day-to-day conversation. When I hear that word, I immediately think of smart people, and I call them pointy heads, but the people who, you Yikes. know, um, you know, the movers and shakers of the world. Um, they do exist. So Kingdom Speak has been contacted uh, by a group of these people at Wilson University. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, great people. Nice. And they have asked us to share some information with you about a research colloquium that's happening. And uh, here are the details. Do you have them in front of you? Why don't you tell us who uh, who's going to be the speakers? I do. Uh, this is a virtual event. Yes, right? it is. It's a that's virtual correct. event that will be happening on April the 8th. That's a Saturday, uh, beginning at 9 o'clock in the morning PST. Mm. Um, it is going to be moderated by Dr. Stephen Allard. Mm-hmm. It's a one-hour event, and it's open mm-hmm. for everyone. That's right. So the cool thing about this is it's free. Yes. Um, Not much in life is free. That's right. And usually the things in life that are free tend to be on the lower they quality do. of... They're, uh, tic- they're typically not colloquiums. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have the opportunity to get uh, to, to get online with uh, Wilson University, they're calling it the Spring Research Colloquium. Right. And two of the speakers. So mm-hmm. it's a one-hour event with mm-hmm. a Q&A at the end. Mm-hmm. Two of the speakers. The moderator will be Dr. Allard. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first speaker will be Dr. Johnny King. An esteemed be, Canadian, by the way. Oh, yes, he uh-huh. is. Mm-hmm. We'll own that. Yes. Yes. Regarding uh, Bible Land Journey, the second speaker will be Dr. Tim Merritt, and he'll be speaking about the redemptive lift. Really cool. Really cool. So, Also, with these two sessions, our Q&As, like we've already mentioned, but it's important that you can get on, uh, hear what's happening with this research, and then have a chance to talk to them about it. Uh, if you want to be a part of this, the key information here is you need to register. So anyone can attend, and it is free, but you need to register. So visit wuregister.com, uh, wuregister.com, and sign up. Um, and this event is being sponsored by the RSCA Committee of Wilson University, as well as the Center for Apostolic Pentecostal Studies, um, people that are doing great work, uh, good apostolic content that's being put out there. And uh, we want to share yeah, that with you. Great event. Go check it out. Podcasters, YouTubers, it's Friday. Welcome back to Kingdom Speak. Today we're going to talk about leaves, figs, and other random things that you did not think we would talk about. Yes, we're going to do it today on Kingdom Speak. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Feels like home. Isn't it great to be home? Mm. Home cooking, home bumper music. I love that new bumper music. That was a good time. If you haven't noticed, uh, we were in Nashville for Connection 23. Oh, what a fun time should that was. You, time. should have just said Nashville. It just, it has a nice ring. We were in Kingdom Nashville. Kingdom Speak went mm-hmm. to Nashville. Yeah, we had a few uh, outstanding things we had to do down yeah. there. Sony. <laughs> mm. We're not going to talk about the uh, YouTube recording, though, are we? 
Uh, no. no, let's skip and move. Uh, let's talk about it after through. we're done recording. Uh, it's uh, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. A bit painful. Hashtag yeah, fresh. Yep. Still a bit fresh. Get that a little more space. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the lower points in uh, our let's podcast sh- history. Yeah, let's just say mistakes <laughs> were made. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yes. But we're not talking about them. Having a live audience was very cool. That was fun. It was. Very cool. It was. To hear the amens and... The whistling Bible yeah. bombs. <laughs> you were on, you were feeling the heat. I bro. was. They were putting a lot of pressure. You were feeling the heat. I felt like I was pressured into dropping maybe a couple that I would subpar. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. We called Brother Ishan out and being elderly. That was great too. <laughs> it was overall, a great time. Yes, so it was. thank you to Connection Conference for hosting us. That was a, that was wonderful. Uh, something else that I didn't know could happen. Did you know we can have repeat reviews? What? No. no. Do you remember like a year ago, we read um, a, a review by Platypus. <laughs> remember that? No. Yeah. Platypus. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I said we had never said amen to a platypus before. <laughs> <laughs> so turns out, uh, this is the review. The good content just won't stop. Five stars says this, Platypus back with another review. Kingdom speak, the good content never stops. I can't miss an episode. It's all good spiritual meat. Y'all do a phenomenal job being an 18-year-old pastor's daughter to a home missions church in a small town is so difficult. But kingdom speak, you have kept me so encouraged. Thank you, guys. And that is from Platypus 33 Two, one, money, 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 money. So here we go. Let's say amen again to Platypus. Thank you for listening to Kingdom Speak. Can I get an amen? Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. Loyal listeners. Yes. What are they worth? Loyalty. Mm -hmm. Well, that's Mm -hmm. a topic that could be tackled, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. Stay tuned. We may have something coming on that. Mm-hmm. So, for our audience's <laughs> sake, uh, Pastor McKillop has been preaching about this. And if I told you we're going to talk about figs, <laughs> be honest with me. Like, <laughs> that doesn't resonate with the 18 year old platypuses of our figs audience. No. There's some in our audience that that would resonate with. Figs. Yeah? Not me. Not you? You no. don't know why they would? No. Hmm. Go study what that meaneth. <laughs> That's right. We are not talking about it We're here. not going to say anything else? Remember in pre-show, there was these words that were coming to uh, mind? Oh. 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 Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Those words. Oh. Yeah. Is a fig a fruit or a vegetable? Would fruit. we be starting? Would <laughs> we be fruit. starting a religious movement if we talked about that? It depends on who's on the throne. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no! Let's just stop this right now. <laughs> oh my! That oh, was and the audience is saying, "Oh, these guys are awful." Listen, that was Urshan level right there. Yes. <laughs> Like, hey, you're in good does. company. You're in good he, he company. He does. He has the dad jokes. Oh, yeah. We like he, it. He does. We like it. We like he it. does. 
Uh, but no, honestly, Pastor, when we were yeah. you were preaching the other night about this um, <sighs> phenomenal, phenomenal discussion that I think everyone will enjoy today. Yeah, I think um, we we have been working through in a completely different venue, Renaissance Academy, uh, with Bishop Odom. We've been analyzing different miracles of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've observed through this process as we've studied them together is there's so much of what Jesus done in his miraculous ministry that that really, really kind of parallels his his teachings, his his parables. And and it's that that prismic Mm-hmm. multi-dimensional level that when you look at the miracle you realize that obviously the recipient of the miracle mm-hmm. is appreciative but then you understand that there was a message in the miracle right and you understand that there's a myriad of ways man that the, yep. that the miracle manifests the message yep and so um the the, the story of Jesus cursing the fig tree mm-hmm. is one such Miracle. Mm-hmm. So we, we know the story of, of Jesus making his way, seeing a fig tree afar off. He's hungry, mm-hmm. maybe hangry, mm-hmm. and he makes his way to the tree. And when I'm hungry, I'm looking for a fig, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Like a fig hey. Newton. And, right, a fig Newton, maybe. And for our YouTube audience, we, we went we, all out. We, yeah, for we this. have the objects. We, we brought the leaves. No way. Nice. And when when he gets to the tree, Mark eleven records it. Mm-hmm. He finds nothing but leaves. Verse That's right. thirteen. That's for right. the time uh, of figs. seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came if haply he might find anything thereon. And when he came, he f- to it, he found nothing but leaves, mm-hmm. for the time of figs was not yet. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, Jesus answered it. So the first thing I want you to notice with this uh. is that the lack of fruit was a statement. Ooh. Ooh. Well, we're starting early. Yeah. There is no we're, intro. We're, le- we're leaning in. There is no intro. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a Bible bomb. That was that, just a, oof. Yeah. That says a lot. Yeah, yeah. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. it literally, mm-hmm. it communicated mm-hmm. to him, mm-hmm. and he said, "Oh, this this requires a response." I have to say something. Yeah, leaves without fruit is a statement. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm telling you, this this live audience had an effect on him. Yeah. I'm, no, but you did hit two good points pretty quick there. Okay. I got to say. Okay. And so Jesus, can, can you imagine what, what what the observer walking down the road would have thought of at that moment? Jesus is standing at this tree, pilfering through the leaves, and he answers it and said unto it, what? No man eat fruit of mm. thee hereafter forever. And the disciples heard it. So he makes the statement. It's like, is he talking to that tree? Right He's now? talking to a tree. <laughs> is he okay? Hmm. Then they went to Jerusalem, and Jesus went into the temple. So let's, let's, let's zoom out for a moment and, and 
add some context to this. Um, and we'll, we'll come back to kind of keep your digital finger in the margin of your digital Bible mm-hmm. app over mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. This, this miracle is, one of the un, is, is in a unique category for starters. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of the only miracles, if not the only. I'm, I'm, I, I, I think I'm right in saying it's the only miracle that theologians have labeled as the judgment miracle or it's Jesus passing judgment on something. That is the miracle. Mm-hmm. That supernatural um, command that went forth is a judgment was executed. That's right. And, and this poses a very legitimate question. Why didn't Jesus use his miraculous power if he was going to speak to the tree to, to make the tree fruitful? Well, yeah, exactly. He could have done that. He could have said, you know. He can make stones bread. Yep. Hey, I'm here for hungry. a fig. <clears throat> there. Bam, there's a fig. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's cases of that happening. It's the little yeah. boy's lunch. Mm-hmm. That's right. Break it and multiply it and yep. multiply it and multiply it and multiply it. Yep. We know he has the miraculous power to make make something more. That's right. That's right. But in this setting of a tree producing fruit, he said, I will not use miraculous supernatural power to make you fruitful. Rather, I'm going to judge you and condemn your perpetual barrenness. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And so... When we look a little closer at this, we understand that this is in the setting of the final week of Jesus, um, what what is known as Passion Week, leading up Mm -hmm. to Calvary, Mm -hmm. the sacrifice Mm -hmm. of the Lamb of God. When, when When we look just prior to this story, we have Jesus making his way from Bethany or Bethphage, if that's how you pronounce it, Bethany. Mm -hmm. He is going to Jerusalem. Now, here's here's an interesting interesting, um, reality here. Bethany or Bethphage is known as the house of unripe figs. Wow. Yeah. Okay, what does that he mean? Is, he is leaving. Mm-hmm. He's leaving. Understand all of the symbolisms here. Yeah. He is leaving Bethany, going to Jerusalem. And when he gets to Jerusalem, he is going to be met by a thronging, pressing crowd of yes. leaf-waving people. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So quite literally, he has just made the journey from fruitfulness to leafiness. He's <laughs> he is he's descending although Jerusalem is an ascended place. He is he is working retroactively working backwards from fruit to leaves. Mm. Mhm. Okay? There's no substance to these people. Yeah, because when he comes back in tomorrow they're not even going to be there. Like the dew 
in the morning, they evaporate away. There's no longevity to them. There's no root structure to them. They are mm -hmm. just palm mm -hmm. branch mm -hmm. waving people that the next 36 hours, they're going to be seconds. screaming. I was going to say that crucify him. It didn't take them long to change, did it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this underscores the fact that if, if anything, brethren, I want to be fruitful. Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to be mm -hmm. producing. If, if, if our audience could grasp this today, we don't need to be leafy Christians. We don't need to be hypocritical in our presentation that we appear oh, yeah. to be something that we don't have the substance to mm -hmm. back it up. Mm -hmm. And you can't ask God or expect God to condone the perpetual barrenness of your spiritual condition and miraculously make you produce what you are supposed to dig deep and produce yourself. The reaction is not good when he shows up to inspect and expect mm. fruitfulness. Well, um, to, to take that point and unpack it, he's hungry mm. mm -hmm. for what you're mm -hmm. supposed to be producing. Mm-hmm. The fruit that you are producing is supposed to be feeding him. Hmm. So he's 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 making his way from Bethany to Jerusalem. Again, this is before the cursing of the tree. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> then he leaves. That that was unintentionally. Think like a tree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He spends the night again outside. Of the city because he went to the house that was his house and was so infuriated by what he saw that he went back out of Jerusalem other gospel writers will tell us that he went to the mountains hmm. and he began to braid a whip hmm. yep. to prepare for taking business of what he saw in that temple so what he saw in that temple was the continuation. A lot the same, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. It was the continuation. He 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 very likely walked by that tree that day, mm -hmm. but never never stopped, mm -hmm. never inspected. But all of this is symbolic of the setting for this miracle. Yep. And he sees in the temple leafy mm -hmm. Christians yep. who don't have fruit to back mm -hmm. it up. Mm -hmm. They are merchandising for profit. The redemptive process of what takes place at the temple. And he is so infuriated and enraged by it because that's supposed to be a house of prayer. And you've made it a den of thieves. Hmm. And he heads back out. Now we come to the, to the exact day and timeline of him coming back in to the city. Mm -hmm. Bethany to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. He's hungry. He's also got a full head of spiritual steam on. Mm -hmm. He's on his way to the temple to take care of business. And that's when he sees a fig tree that is emulating fruitfulness, but not backing up its presentation. Hmm. And he curses the tree. Mm-hmm. I really wonder in that moment 
if he wasn't seeing more than limbs and bark and leaves and a lack of fruit. But he was. this was symbolic of the entire religious system mm-hmm. of the day. Yeah. It was under the burden of a curse. Mm-hmm. It was hypocritical at its core. It was legalistic to every nuance, but it was missing the true fruit of the spirit of the law. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Right? Mm-hmm. And so he curses it, and the disciples hear it. He responds to that mm-hmm. lack of fruitfulness, and the disciples hear it. And evidently, Mark notes it, mm-hmm. and he makes his way from Jerusalem, or from, from the tree on into Jerusalem, and he takes care of business in the house. Now, on the way back out, on the way back out is when the disciples go, whoa, yes. whoa, this tree is literally withering up. Jesus just cursed this tree. Mm-hmm. And you're saying we're, we're observing the fulfillment of the curse within a very brief window of time. Yeah. And so one of the things that Jesus said there, and I want you to read it for me, if you will. Mark 11 and 14, when Peter says, hey, this tree's already withering from the roots up, Jesus says. Um, so 14 says, Jesus answered, said unto it, no man eat fruit of thee hereafter. His disciples heard it. They come to Jerusalem. They go in the temple. Okay, but he made the statement. Uh, mm-hmm. No man eat right. fruit of, of this tree hereafter forever. Forever. That's right. Forever. Mm-hmm. That's 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 a that's a big statement. Mm-hmm. That statement also has a ringing to it that ties it to Another statement where a tree was forbidden. Hmm. And so we must go all the way back to the original forbidden tree where mankind was forbidden Mm -hmm. to partake of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm -hmm. And I think this has a connect point here. All right. Genesis chapter 3. Mm-hmm. And verse number four. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Mm-hmm. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her. And he did eat. Mm. <clears throat> and the eyes of them both were opened, mm-hmm. and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves wow. together and made themselves aprons. So here we have another prohibition, divine prohibition. Mm-hmm. Don't eat this tree. Mm-hmm. The same way that we're now standing next to a fig tree just outside of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And and the statement is made, never again will a man eat of this tree. Mm-hmm. There's much more going on at this moment than what just meets the eye. 
Now, I understand that there are, there are miracles that you can look at them differently. So this yes. is just one particular yeah. application to this miracle. That's right. Okay? But let's but look. What? They're listening to us because they want to hear what we have to say. Uh-oh. Think about that. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> that could be scary. That's, that's painful. <laughs> but, you know, when I'm trying to pastor the world. Oh, well, ooh, there's that, too. I yeah. have to present all sides. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Or did that just come out? <laughs> he said it. Uh, All right. We're back. Hey, if mm. if you're pastoring the world, they're some of the poorest tithe paying people I've ever met. I was pastored. just going to say, we're missing out on the most uh, awesome mm. part of that is the, the money. <laughs> Where is the money? Anyway, he went there. <clears throat> it wasn't me. Moving on. Listen, as always, I'm the statesman here trying to keep oh. things on the rails. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. We thank God for thee. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, we got derailed. Yeah. So in the garden, we have the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of That's good right. and evil. Right. And God gives an ordinance. Mm-hmm. Eat one, don't eat the other. Right. Mm-hmm. In fact, but, but it's not even just that. It's it's eat all of the other ones, and just right. don't eat this one. Right, that's a very good It wasn't point. even a 50-50. No, no. Mm. Everything except one. Right? You yeah. can have it all but this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's something about mankind... You know what? ...that has the propensity to just go, well, why can't I eat that? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the one thing that you have been advised against mm-hmm. consuming becomes the only thing you want to consume. That's humanity. That's not reserved for Adam and Eve in the garden. Ooh. That's all of humanity. Right. Mm. We do not have time, nor will I go here. I'm just going to make a statement um, and, 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 and leave everybody wondering. But there's, there's much discussion over whether or not Eve would have consumed the fruit if there had been a subtle serpent or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. All now right. you're going to have to wonder what I think about it because I'm not telling you my opinion on that. Ooh, I like but it. But I am, I am mm-hmm. going to say this. We have a propensity within us that Eve did not have within her. Yep. And that is we do have a fallen nature. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right? And so we have to guard against that natural magnetism to the forbidden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I get and it. and one of the one of the elements I believe that 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 God was trying to establish here was not just a boundary to test obedience, submission, mm-hmm. alignment, mm-hmm. but it was also it was also a statement about how we are to acquire knowledge. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Because why did He create the tree? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is the source of all knowledge. Right. Mm-hmm. He is the omnipotent, right. omniscient, mm-hmm. omnipresent God. He knows everything. So think about this. When you have access to walk with God, the voice of God, in the cool of the day, mm-hmm. each evening, you are walking with every library, every mm-hmm. Google search, mm-hmm. every... He is the consummate source of revealed truth. 
Mm -hmm. You can ask him anything. The tree of knowledge was the antithesis mm -hmm. to revealed truth. You can watch. So, so, so the critic says, uh, those of you that believe God, and you believe this whole Adam and Eve thing, you just think God's trying to, why would, why would God create knowledge and then tell you you can't have it? God wanting you to be ignorant? Is God wanting you to live in the darkness of mm. um, the uninformed? Yeah. No. But, That's right. but part of the free will mechanism is that you need to be able to choose where you get That's right. your knowledge from. It's not a choice if there are not options. If there's, if, yeah. Right. That's right. That's right. right. There you go. Mm -hmm. What point is there to free will mm -hmm. if I can't choose? Exactly. If there's not an option, That's right. what's the point? That's right. So he starts off by walking with them mm -hmm. and saying, I'm contrasting me as the source of revealed truth with this static, stationary, non-moving, non-verbal yep. source of truth. And when you go to that one, there's both good and evil. When I'm the source, it's only good. You never get revelations of evil from walking with the voice of God so, in the garden. Oh, yeah, that's oh, really that's good. So mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. That is okay. Good. Yeah. The idea of the truth. Uh, let, yeah. let me let me say it this way: the idea of obtaining and discovering knowledge mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. by harvesting it from amongst the leaves. Yep. Mm -hmm. is that discovered truth has both good and evil commingling, intermingling mm -hmm. within yep. that one tree. Yep. And the issue, the, the, the greater deal of, of, of that, that is being accomplished, the greater purpose of what is being accomplished here is not just that God wants to banish us to the regions of ignorance. Mm -hmm. He wants to be our source of knowledge that's right and we have to walk yeah. with him yes and we have to trust him yes mm -hmm. and we have to believe that if i don't need to know it he's not going to tell me that's right because we think of that i think of that tree of knowledge and i forget that sometimes it's good and evil oh so if it's an apple or if it's a fig or if it's a strawberry, whatever it is, um, wouldn't you think everything on the tree looked the same? Oh, yeah. So when you reached out. I don't out, think it was black and white fruit. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So when you reached out and grabbed a piece. You don't know until you consume it. And then you can't unknow what you just took. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay, what yeah. you've just said is right? so massive. That's, that's, that's the point, yeah. You can that never just, unknow something. Yes. You can't. That it's innocence the, is gone. That's, a, that's a, almost a flaw of humanity. It is. You can't unknow it. It is. How many and things do you know that you wish you could unknow? Un <laughs> Absolutely. And we're living, getting somewhat ahead, but not necessarily... We're living in an information age. Oh, we my are. goodness. Right? The quest for information. Right. And so it's very easy for the same thing to get a hold of us that mm -hmm. got a yeah. hold of Eve. Yeah. Yeah. The danger in it 
is that when you consume from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, mm-hmm. remember again, it's forbidden, but, but let's, let's take that aspect out of it now because we don't have the chance to, to reverse the curse. When you go to that tree, you go looking to discover what you're desiring. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what you're after. So I'm I'm googling how to how to yeah yeah mm-hmm. and if you're honest with yourself yep. that is one of the most dangerous yep. things to do yeah and even better if if that isn't what you like you just Google it again and you right expand the search expand change the wording it. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and and yep. and you've done it and when the when the search results comes up it is a myriad concoction of good and evil yep that's right. It's too late at that point. <laughs> and so you discover things, and in our walk with God, as children of God, it's all about balancing that source of knowledge and making sure that we are sourcing it properly. Mm-hmm. Here's a major statement. Discovered truth can never be confused with revealed truth. I can't do the whistle. <laughs> He's trying to whistle over I was going to try to whistle the <laughs> bomb because that needs a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay, good. There we go. Hey, we can do this. We can do this. We don't need a button. You guys, you guys are on your own. We don't need the ghost. You can discover a truth that'll kill you. Yes. So good. Yes. Remember, yes. the tree of life has got nothing to do with the tree of knowledge. So... Knowledge can kill you. There are certain elements of truth. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say truth. Certain elements of knowledge mm-hmm. that will kill you. You can discover something that breaks your heart. Yeah, I was just going to say, give you a great example of that. So I have a friend who's been through foster homes growing up. And I remember the first time him and I were talking about it. And... He made the statement that he did not, sorry, he, he, he wanted to meet his original parents if he could. He cannot, but if mm. he could. But his brother always said, not interested, right? And I think that's a great example, that type of a scenario, to illustrate whether or not you... Do you really want, want to, know? to know something after you know it? Everything might be great, and it might be, you know, the storybook reunion, mm-hmm. or it might be that you know An you're an emotional gonna... train wreck. You know, that kind of a thing. Knowledge is it can be it can be good, and it can be evil, and at the moment. The Adam and Eve are standing there at that tree. Mm-hmm. Anything they needed to know, they could have asked God. So true. Mm. And when he's the source, he reveals to you what you can handle. He knows He knows what degree of maturity that you're operating on. He knows the frame of a man. Mm-hmm. And he knows whether that frame can handle oh, the good. weight of that truth. 
And so we, we've talked about this particular piece before in other episodes, but the secret things belong to God. Mm-hmm. We better not go cherry picking. Fig picking. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Is that a word? He's, he's, he's blowing the cover easy, here. Easy, easy. We, we mm-hmm. better not go selecting our way through the leaves of life, mm. trying to discover those truths. If, if it's a secret and it's in God's pocket, mm-hmm. you better not pull the answer off of a tree. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You better trust God that he knows. Mm-hmm. He knows. And so the moment that they consumed this forbidden fruit, mm-hmm. the Bible says that they were naked. It, 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 it exposed themselves, the vulnerabilities of, that it revealed was not the vulnerabilities of other people. Mm-hmm. And really, if you're honest, the pursuit, the pursuit of discovered truth and the pursuit of trying to find that first leak is, is so that you can discover someone else's vulnerability. Yes, yes. But the first thing it reveals is yours. They realized that they... No clothes on. We're naked. <laughs> right? So and then it ruins everything. It does. Everything is ruined at that point. Right. No going back. You can't it, unlearn it, it. It, it. You can't unsee it. For the first time, eternal beings are feeling the weight of mortality. And when an eternal being feels the weight of mortality, that feels like nakedness to him. It's... I'm vulnerable for the first time. Can't do anything. I guess I'll go hide, yep. right? Exactly. You're in paradise. Now you're hiding. Exactly. Because of something you know. So we, we've talked about two trees and two forbidden mm-hmm. trees. Mm-hmm. Now, here, here is something that I will not present as a doctrine, but it is a consideration. Okay, I like it. Okay? Mm -hmm. Who can say categorically, beyond the shadow of any doubt, what that tree of the knowledge of the fruit of good and evil Mm -hmm. really was? Mm -hmm. There is common conjecture that it's an apple tree. And that that little... We're a product of our... Yeah. That little apple emblem and i think in children's bible stories sure tends to be an apple for whatever reason why have you ever have you ever asked yourself why like where where did that come from yep Mm -hmm. but if 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 you if you search anything related with with temptation seduction Mm -hmm. it's going to have an apple yep with a chunk out of the apple i think it was easier for the coloring books So the question that really that really begs to be answered here is 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 there a way of knowing really what was the what was the tree? So I want I want to throw something out just for your consideration, mm-hmm. and if it could be so, it changes the story a bit and the scope right. of the miracle of Jesus cursing the tree. Jeremiah chapter twenty four mm-hmm. and verse number one. 
And the Lord showed me, and behold, two baskets of figs were set before the temple of the Lord. Hmm. We need a fig counter for this episode. Okay. Mm-hmm. After that, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away captive Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and the princes of Judah with the carpenters and smiths from Jerusalem and had brought them to Babylon. One basket had very good figs, even like the figs that are first ripe. Very good figs. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. good fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's what was in one basket. And the other basket had very naughty figs. Very naughty figs. <laughs> yes. Naughty nice. figs. Nice. <clears throat> how, how, did I, I do wait- okay? You did. I was okay. waiting for that. Okay. I'm not sure what that accent was, but we'll go with it. They were so naughty <laughs> that they... Which could not be eaten. They could not... Huh? Huh? They could not be eaten. They couldn't be eaten. They were so bad. <laughs> we're, we're not talking yeah. just <clears throat> slightly discolored, yeah. slightly different texture, bruised. Mm-hmm. No, no. Yeah. These figs could were not. bad figs. Okay? Mm-hmm. Two baskets. Then, then said the Lord unto me, what seest thou, Jeremiah? How do you see this, Jeremiah? And I said, does, does, this, does this not ring true with, and it was pleasant to the eyes? Mm-hmm. Eve, mm-hmm. how do you see it, Jeremiah? So Jeremiah said, figs. I the, see figs. <laughs> the good figs, very good. And the evil, very evil. Wow. That cannot be eaten. They are so evil. Hmm. So good and evil figs. So we have good and evil fruit mm-hmm. in baskets set well, well, down well. before the prophet mm-hmm. that are figs. Mm-hmm. I, I am presenting for your consideration that the likelihood of that tree in the garden being an apple tree is like... One in a billion. Oh, so you're going to say it's a fig tree. <clears throat> the likelihood of it being a fig tree is pretty high. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What difference does that make? Well, here's another point. Mm. The moment that they consumed the very naughty figs, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they realized that they were naked, mm-hmm. where did they go? To cover themselves. Mm-hmm. You read it a moment ago. They went back mm-hmm. to the fig tree mm-hmm. and got fig, fig leaves, leaves That's right. and began to stitch together a covering that they felt at least would be adequate. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we know at least there are fig trees in the area. <laughs> we know that, we, that they use leaves for yeah, the yeah. covering. Yeah. That's right. If it was a fig tree, there's an interesting dynamic here because now you're going back to the source of what exposed you mm. to cover you. And that also sounds a lot like humanity. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we don't have... The, what, what would have happened if they would have went to the tree of life and picked the leaves from there to cover them? We, no, no. They went back to a fig tree. So true. And they began to stitch a covering together that we ultimately know. We ultimately know. 
Mm -hmm. that it wasn't even adequate because when, when the voice of God came that night, even though they had covered themselves in fig leaves, they still mm -hmm. were hiding amongst the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> Where art thou, Adam? Mm -hmm. Right? So they weren't too confident in their... Covering. Covering. Mm -hmm. When you separate leaves from a source of life, they continue to shrink. Sure Doesn't do. take long. They sure do. Does not take it, long. It happened so quick yep. that when Jesus cursed the tree... Yep. Yeah. Yep. On the way back out, Peter's like... Whoa! Yeah. It's already happening. Yeah. Yeah. So if it was happening that quick while they were still on the vine, you know that those leaves mm -hmm. with every 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 passing second mm -hmm. the covering was diminishing. And when man tries to cover his own error, it's always a shrinking proposition. Oh, it's always, mm -hmm. it leaves you ultimately more vulnerable mm -hmm. yep. at the end of the enterprise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If we take this approach, this changes the dynamic of Jesus standing at the fig tree. The fig tree. Right. And cursing the fig tree mm -hmm. and saying, never again will men eat fruit of you. Yep. As wow. the last man, Adam, yeah. he's he is making himself. Yeah. He's making his way. As the last man, Adam, he's making mm -hmm. his way yeah. to the new tree of life, yeah. mm -hmm. which will be erected within the next 72 hours on top yeah. of a hill called Golgotha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he's passing the tree that the first man, Adam, lost the battle at, where the curse was first introduced. Yeah. He's winning the battle there, cursing the very fruit that God us cursed in the first place, mm -hmm. making his way to mm -hmm. the tree of life. Are you? Are, oh, yeah. Are mm -hmm. you with me, yeah. GP? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's making his way to Calvary, where once again yeah. mankind yeah. can partake of the tree of life. That's good stuff. Cursed it. Never again. Don't eat of this tree again. <laughs> Going to shut that option off. The application of this is, is uh, we need to get back to eating of Calvary's tree instead of going back to fig trees. Mm -hmm. You don't need to discover everybody's background. You don't need to discover the truth about everybody's sins. The truth. I'm not advocating a cover-up where sin is not dealt with. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking the discovering mm -hmm. of repentant people's past. Mm -hmm. yeah. sure. You need to trust 
the efficacy of the tree on Calvary's hill. Mm -hmm. The blood that flows from that tree will cover more than the leaves of the fig tree. And you need to eat at the tree of life. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's death if we continue to eat at the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's right. Mm -hmm. And you need to you need to have a culture within your church that is we eat the tree of life here. Yeah, that's right. We're not focused on knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I really, I really, as a child of God, I really don't care if I have all the nuanceful details of your sordid past. That's right. Yeah. Get in that baptismal tank. Let Jesus wash those sins away. Mm-hmm. Repent, obviously. Mm-hmm. And bear fruit. It, let me just throw this out here. Is, is it intri- intriguing to you at all that they didn't cover themselves with fruit, but they covered themselves with leaves? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a concept. Mm-hmm. You become what you eat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really think, and again, the, the, these issues and these topics are, are they're not doctrinal because nobody really has an absolute, no one can speak with absolute authority on it. This is my, my opinion. I believe that Adam and Eve had to be barred from the Garden of Eden mm-hmm. because if they would have continued to have access to the Tree of Life, mm-hmm. they'd have never died. Right. Almost like eternally. Eternally damned. damned. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. a state. Okay. So it was the mercy of God that kept them out yeah. of the garden, not That's the right. judgment of God. That's right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So the point being this, that it took, it takes more than one encounter at the tree of life to have access to eternal life. It takes continuing to eat at the tree of life to keep your spiritual man alive. That's very good. That's right. Because they had eaten, no doubt, of that tree in the past. That's right. But one encounter with the tree of life did not give them. Mm -mm. That is is why one trip to the altar doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One encounter with Jesus Christ doesn't work. You need to eat at the tree of life every day. Mm-hmm. You need to pray mm-hmm. until the Spirit of God fills you mm-hmm. and empowers you mm-hmm. so that you produce fruit. You've got to eat at the right tree mm-hmm. because you become you become what you eat. Mm-hmm. Romans 8 and 1. Romans 8, 1. Let's do it. Actually, let's go Romans 7, 21. Okay. That's good. 7, 21. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. Has anybody ever oh, man. felt that before? <laughs> yes. <laughs> For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. Okay. But okay. I see another law. Oh, that other law. In my members, warring mm-hmm. against the law of my mind. And bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Mm. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? 
I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Mm-hmm. That's that's the fig tree cursing Jesus. Yeah. That's the last man, Adam, mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the man that got the victory at the tree we lost the victory at. <laughs> so good. So then with the mind, mm. I myself serve the law of God. Wow. But with the flesh, the law of sin. There's stuff there. Sure is. All right. Mm-hmm. There is therefore now oh, no yeah. condemnation yeah. to them which are in Christ Jesus, yes. who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. If you're just a leafy, hypocritical Christian, yeah, you struggle with condemnation. But yeah. you are eating at the tree of life, mm. and you're walking not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. You can live above Condemnation. Of condemnation. That's right. You can. Mm-hmm. And you need to because people who struggle with self-condemnation are usually the first people to condemn others. Ooh. Boom. Mm-hmm. And you condemn others probably because you are focused on knowledge. Yeah. Right? It all works together. Yeah. Mm. So... We need to really, we need to really strive. Young, young people, um, I, I talk to our young people about this. Mm-hmm. You, you don't need to discover a truth mm-hmm. that you're not ready to handle yet. That's, that's, that's it. Good. That's it, man. Don't eat at so that good. tree. Well, I wonder what it's like. I wonder what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it smells like. I wonder what it feels like. I wonder what it sounds like. No. There are some secrets. There are some secrets that need to keep secret until you enter a covenant relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't need to discover it. Mm -hmm. You need to wait until God can reveal it to you. Mm -hmm. And if you keep eating at the tree of life Mm. and you curse the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That doesn't mean that you're banished to ignorance, Mm -hmm. but that means that you trust God to reveal things to you Mm -hmm. as you can handle us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Give us a generation of fruit-bearing young people. Give us a generation of fruit-bearing parents. Mm Mm-hmm that also know we eat the tree of life. Mm. We don't consume the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Leave those figs alone. <laughs>